0: Welcome to the First World Philippines Podcast! Hey guys and welcome to the First World Philippines podcast. Today's guest is Chad Davis, my dear dear friend and a man that has contributed so much to the Philippines. This is an emotional episode. It was released on the day before Chad left the Philippines after spending eight year 18 years here, not eight years, 18 years. That's amazing. Uh, let me tell you about Chad. He is an ultra endurance athlete, former hospitality executive turned full-time Health and wellness coach, an advocate, a speaker. He is the founder of the widely popular Prime Fear Life, which I am a beneficiary. <laughs> I have been following the Prime Lifestyle now for over two years, and Chad has actually shared that knowledge with my team as well. They also have gone primed. And uh, thousands of people around the world and here, of course, in the Philippines have benefited from Chad's um, amazing advice to become inspiring examples of courageous and healthy living. So, without any further ado, Let's tune in to this amazing interview for the second time in the podcast with the one and only Chad Davis. Hey guys, welcome to this amazing interview with one of my favorite people, one of the coaches, mentors that had the biggest and continues to have one of the biggest impacts on my personal life, um, Mr. Chad Davis, ultra endurance athlete, author, health and wellness advocate, game changer. I'm so grateful, Chad that on your final hours in the Philippines and because tomorrow you fly fly to Melbourne he spent 18 years in the Philippines in his final hours he (laughs) it sounds like you're about to be executed (laughs) before he says goodbye to the Philippines after 18 years he agreed to sit down with us and share some reflections on his time in the Philippines how the Filipino has impacted him personally and your family and of course why in recent weeks you just finished this baby Uh, when your third child (laughs) he has two (laughs) children, maybe this is the third child but why he spent so much effort and energy writing down putting to, to pen and paper his thoughts on health and wellness and how you can the quick and easy way to instantly improve your health without dieting, medicines, supplements, and exercise all these things that we think we have to do in order to improve our health, Chad is say, telling us there's another way. Yes. And I'm excited for, us to, for you to share with us that. Nice. So I have lots of questions for Chad. First, how are you feeling? <laughs> how are you feeling on the day before you leave? What is going through your mind right now?
1: Ah, oh, but just um, honestly excited. Um, every change is an opportunity to learn something new, to experience something new. So, of course, I'm sad to leave the Philippines. Um, I love it here. Maybe I won't be making you as many lunches. That's, <laughs> it's one of the reasons Mike loves me so much is because uh, I feed him a lot. Um, some really good food. We eat in the park. Our shoes are off. We're in the sun. So we've had a lot of great times. So it's, it's those times that I'll miss. Um, the friends that I'll miss. The people I've met. Um, so I, we've, we've loved the Philippines, but it's a new chapter. My daughter's doing university. So, and of course I'm really hoping to come back. You know, I want to come back and see my friends. Hopefully some companies yeah. out there will say, hey, we need uh, Chad to come and make us more productive, yeah. to help our staff be less sick. Yeah. So yeah, so it's a, it's a new chapter, yeah. but um, life is about challenges and enjoying yeah. what's ahead. So yeah. yeah.
0: So let's first reflect on those 18 years that you have been in the Philippines. Yes. Born in Australia, um, raised, you've traveled different parts of the world, um, but for some reason, the Philippines, for the last 18 years, has been your primary home. Yes. You, your wife, and your two children. So I'm just curious. It's a broad question, but I'll let you take it. That Chad that arrived here 18 years ago, how has he changed? Mm-hmm. <laughs> how yeah. has the Philippines changed you in the 18 years you've been yeah. here?
1: A lot. A, a really lot. Um, the, I guess the main change is that you've become more... Diverse human being mm. um, It opens up your mind to see different cultures and I'd seen them in Hong Kong and Singapore and America But I've, I've really learned a lot here mm. um, And I've learned a lot because of the people I've met mm. and of course the majority are fantastic mm. But I've learned from the ones who are less than fantastic <laughs> right? And that's cool because not everyone is uh, is going to float your boat yeah. so um, But the people I've met and the ones who are here yeah. um, you, Mary um, my friend Ace Esmeralda, who I met yesterday, just so many people. My friend's 30 from Enderun Colleges. Um, they've made me better um, because of what I've learned from them. and, and I guess family values, yeah. that has to be one. Um, the Filipinos taught me about loving the family, um, looking after them very well. So I think I've become closer with my mum, yeah. even though we have a distance. Um, the Filipinos taught me about this book as well, mm-hmm. because there's lessons when you walk down the street and you're mindful, you can learn from the person who looks healthy, you can learn from the person who's not healthy mm-hmm. and I've been blessed to be into the province um, and seen met 90 year olds who are thriving and I learned why um, and then I've seen the call center agents mm-hmm. who are not thriving mm-hmm. and I've learned why, yeah. so I've left a better person, a happier person I had my signature read yesterday and um, he really said to me, the last five years have been some of the best in your life, which is true, um, because I've had the joy of being a coach and helping people. But um, he said it was really from the time in the Philippines as well. I learned my purpose, um, my drive, um, and of course my purpose is to help people, but I've managed to help myself um, and I've met great people. So yeah, it's been a joy and I've loved the Philippines and I will be back.
0: Yeah. Absolutely,
1: because we have a place in Boracay, yeah. so um, I'll be hitting the beach, you know, we'll, we'll, we, my family will be hitting the beach yeah. once a year, I guess, okay. um, hopefully. Yeah. And um, like I said, hopefully um, people will, will invite me back to help them with their health journey. Yeah.
0: So I want to, there's so much that I can ask, but can I ask you to pick one of your highlights? Yeah. And you can focus on the last five years, especially one of your highlights in the Philippines, where you go, oh, I am so happy to be here. I'm so happy that I learned this here. I'm so happy this change has happened to me here. Yeah. Is there one story that, that you would like to share?
1: Sure, thank you. Yeah, there is actually. Um, Cambridge University Press. So, the reason that they got me to do a seminar with them is because I worked with a guy called Richie at F1 Hotel. Okay. It's Best Western Premier. That wasn't such a good job. Um, I was general manager. I opened the hotel, but there were so many challenges but the joy was meeting Richie. Richie then got me to do a seminar for um, Cambridge University Press 10 people um, and those 10 people have since lost in three months a combined 150 kilograms Mm -hmm. but not just for instance um, a guy called Paolo he lost 20 pounds but his wife who I didn't talk to that day of course has lost 20 pounds. Mm -hmm. Um, Ben he has lost 35 pounds. He reversed hypertension from nine years he was having medicine. Within two weeks it was gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he also then told his sister in the US who applied the primed principles and has lost I think 40 pounds. Um, and then also Jeff. So they all came and bought the book actually um, on Sunday at the market. Mm-hmm. But what made me so proud is that their their gratitude?
0: Yeah.
1: So when at night it just fills me with joy, my cup runneth over because of their reaction to what I've done. So I don't care about money, but when they say Chad, you made you made a difference in my life, my family's life, my children. Oh, you know.
0: Can I dig deeper? Because yeah. not everyone has this drive that you have to help, and one of the reasons I consider you one of my closest friends and you've been such a huge impact on me and my team is your burning desire to help, to serve, to be of value and you can see it in the book, in the case studies, that it feel, I, we can feel your pride as you talk about the clients that you have met these helped, met these life-changing changes. Where does that come from? Where, was there something in your past with your own family, heartbreak, pain, this burning desire to serve others. Where does this come from, Chad?
1: Great great question. (laughs) I I guess it gets back to little Chad wanting to fit in. Mum and dad divorced. Um, My mum had lots of challenges, um, alcoholic and a few other things. Not anymore. My mum rocks. Love you, mum. Um, But so many challenges. Life's tough, low confidence, low self-esteem. I found joy and my value in helping others through hospitality originally and then lucky for me um, now in really, really helping people because um, wanting to help and helping are two different things. So um, lucky I've stumbled across this, what I call the the gift of long life. So to actually help people and then like you said before, save money, save time, which is the most important currency. Mm not wasting your time on supplements, medicine, gym. Um, So yeah, I'm just delighted for that. So I think that the root cause was trying to please people so that they like me. Um, Now, as Mike knows, I want people to like me, but if you don't, I'm very happy with that. (laughs) I I don't mind because um, you you can't please everyone. So I don't mind. You know, if you don't like me, you don't like my style, that's cool. Because there's a a hundred lined up behind you who can learn and can help their families. So, and also I guess the root cause also is to help families because we've been given the wrong message for so long. Um, People don't know how to be healthy. They know how to earn money, but we don't know how to live. We don't know how to thrive and we're working too hard and we're not thriving and we're not energized. So um, a quick story is um, my really great friend Ace from Makati Shangri-La, I met him yesterday he's lost 60 pounds so and he's thriving and he's happy and that's cool but what really makes me happy is that his children mm. are following him he's got friends who follow him so we, we rise by lifting others yeah. so I guess I've, I've helped infect others to really want to then help their family to do. Um, even I've had clients who got me to talk to their 75 and 79 year old mum and dad to help them thrive for their final years of life so yeah so yeah I just I get satisfaction and joy and I think that's the meaning of life actually Um, help yourself be happy but the true joy is in helping others
0: so is it okay um, I know we revisited an interview where we went in detail about the tips the the secrets of long life the and you obviously in great detail you go through this could is it possible in this short interview that if you could focus on three things that are listeners false beliefs about long life sure. that are listeners that must know of for example um, I think I have to become healthy by taking supplements every day yeah. um, guide me on why that is wrong I think I that's um, watching TV all night or, or working in a uh, call center help educate me on what do you think are the top three false beliefs about long life, healthy life, especially Filipinos need that guidance on. What are the three things that come to mind?
1: Sure. I guess I'll answer that with the positive slant first and then get back to the the other angle. So I'll paraphrase Ace, who's lost 60 pounds. He's still losing and he's thriving mentally and everything with his life. So again, what he knows now Um, through his primed education, is that sleep is life. Everything relates back to your sleep. So if you don't sleep, you can't regenerate, you can't repair, you only lose weight when you sleep. So everything about the primed life helps you sleep. Mm -hmm. So once we've established that, what's the number one way to sleep? And that's to get the morning sun. Mm -hmm. So the morning sun in your eye clock, without glasses, in the sun, not through glass, sets your circadian rhythm, it sets your hormones. So then you've primed yourself for the day. Um, have a good breakfast, maximize your sun exposure without getting burnt. Yeah, yeah? so um, and then because energy is, energy is life and sunshine is energy. It's free. Um, you get it on your skin, in your eyes and it's free energy. So the more sun you get, the less food you eat. But then eat good food, seafood, eggs, green vegetables, very important for Filipinos in particular. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what else? Gratitude. Yeah. So it's, it's really not that complicated. A yeah. um, summarized it with morning sun, more sun exposure, grounding, eat good food, start your day with a good breakfast, try to avoid eating late mm-hmm. and then sleep mm-hmm. um, and limit the Wi-Fi, cell phone, mm-hmm. um, fake light. So it's really that simple. Um, and I met another guy called Elmo, security guard, when I was walking home. And um, Elmo, I've met him 10 times. Each time it's just a two minute conversation. First thing he says to me is, hey Chad, eggs and sun. Yeah. And because of eggs That's and sun, he has lost 25 pounds. And he looks fantastic. So he's a security guard at Landmark. Um, he hasn't read the book. He hasn't had an in-depth conversation with me. Eggs and sun. Um, And especially for a Filipino with brown skin, that is vitally important because they're tropical. Um, So again, the reverse of that is what to avoid, you would try to limit being indoors. You know, we're not meant to be living in a cave. Yep, so again, especially a Filipino, get outdoors, try to chase the sun, Um, be natural. So again, that's what Primed is basically, it's a natural way of living so that you enjoy yourself Outside, So do some exercise outside, like walking, Um, some jumping jacks, get a a, a rope, Mm. do something that's fun, that's not running on a treadmill. Mm. So, um, and then try to eat good food, of course, Um, not supporting packet, breakfast cereal, try to avoid bread, pasta and noodles, because they generally have some uh, poison inside, unfortunately, Um, it's called glyphosate, Um, and of course limit the Wi-Fi use. We have become addicted to technology, and it harms us. This technology in the indoor life makes our body produce sugar. It puts holes in our stomach. It gives us a leaky blood-brain barrier. It's, it's not good for us. And in small doses, it, it's okay. But we've, we're so addicted to our indoor life, we're scared of going outside, that these problems have now become very apparent. So and we see it every day, for those who are mindful enough to look um, and a lot of my clients have said to me, "Oh, Chad, I, I know somebody who's ninety and they thrive, and they follow what you're said. Yeah. But I, I know somebody who died from a heart attack at forty, and you're right; they did what opposite of what you said. Yeah. So yeah. So I guess it, I hope that answers your question.
0: Because in the book, um, what I've learned from the book and learning from you for the last uh, three years, yeah. you know, three years—is so much of what Chad is saying is really common sense. Um, really common sense but it's more than that. In the book Chad goes into the the science behind and it's really frightening to think that this isn't our norm that if we look to change our health and that of our families if we look to what most people are doing we're setting ourselves up to fail and looking to what everyone else is doing is a recipe for failure when it comes to the health of our families and I think what Chad is doing, you're bringing the attention to what a small minority is doing, people that live the prime life, whether it be 19, year, 19 years of, old, of age in the province or a young millennial here in Metro Manila, yeah. but it's to follow those success stories and learn from those success stories. And there is, This book is just full of these stories and that's what excites me about people reading this book.
1: Thanks a lot, Mike. Uh, What I I guess as well makes me so proud is that the Primed clients are in 150 countries. So I have Filipinos in Norway, in the cold cold, in Canada. Um, Five-star review from a Canadian nurse, thanks, (laughs) Chile, Um, from uh, my Amazon there. um, So my clients are actually worldwide. So the reason that Primed can succeed worldwide, in different climates, different conditions, is because exactly what you said, it's context. Yeah. it's what works for you so it's not paying attention to what works for some white guy in Washington yeah. because he's not brown he's not black he's not you
0: yeah.
1: so and every even two twins living in different rooms can have different outcomes yeah. depending on what they do so it's really the, the crux of it all is lifestyle environment food and drinks mm-hmm. so it's what you do yeah. um, and we've been conditioned to its genetics it's what my mum and dad did no well, you can take control of your life, um, create your own experiment of what works for you. And I think what you what said as well, and what you know is that this is a good blueprint. Um, it's a template and then you work out what, what works for you. You don't have to do 100% because I don't. Um, I've got lots of ideas that I'm not doing there yet, but I will. Um, so again, just find your own speed. And it's, it's, the nice thing about this one is it's also a a follow-up, so people get a free consultation, Mm -hmm. I send them recipes, menu plan, Mm -hmm. and if they've got something they don't agree with, let's talk. If they said, wow, I love it, you've made a great difference, they'll tell me that as well. So it's about, you know, I'm not saying I'm perfect, I'm saying we can do better, and this is a good roadmap instead of the one that we've been following, which didn't work for me anyway, and lots of people I know. Yeah.
0: so at the end of this uh, on this video if you're listening on the podcast we're going to put all the links on how people can get hold of this book how they can get in contact with you it's uh, trust me in 2019 I think I, I will be pushing this book more than my own books <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean that from not just because you're here Chad but because yeah I believe in this this has changed my life this is health it really is the foundation of all the other goals you want to achieve in life there's a for, I'm sure you know this phrase, you know, the healthy man has a hundred goals, a hundred different wishes, a hundred different <coughs> dreams, but the unhealthy man has just one dream yeah. to become healthy. Yeah. And a lot of us, we don't even realize how poor our bodies are, how yeah. much we're setting ourselves up for disease and pain and passing that on to our families. So this book provides a proven path and yeah, yeah I'm I, I thinking of so many people I want to, and get this book in front of you. Thank
1: you. Yeah, well, um, just so just I guess so people know as well is, I could gladly give this book to any top doctor on the planet, mm. to a nurse, a dietician, um, to a five-year-old. Um, today, I just gave, I gave a copy to five Filipino students mm. who were hiding from the sun mm. in, when I was lying in the sun.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, and I asked them to read the chapter on the sun. Yeah. And afterwards, I went and asked them for their opinion. And they said, wow, thank you very much. So I said, but please, you know, if you disagree, I'm, I'm fine. But they said, wow, you've really opened our eyes. So it, it's an easy read. It's not, there's a little bit of science, but it's not complicated. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Excellent. So, actually, this is quite funny. Me and Chad, we are meeting another friend for dinner after this, so. Th- that's
1: and, and beer. <laughs> We're going to have a beer as well. It's not primed, but that's OK. <laughs>
0: so one of the reasons why we can't do the extended interview that maybe another time we will get to do. Mm-hmm. I, I do want to reflect on your experiences in this country and I want you to go back 18 years into the past, and in Tagalog, and if you were to meet that young, handsome well, I think he's more handsome version <laughs> today, but that young, younger version of Chad who was arriving into the Philippines, what is the three pieces of advice you would give him.
1: Ooh. Going back 18, 18 years ago, I came here, I was a chubby Chad, absolutely. Maybe 76 kilograms. I'm now 67. Um, so yeah, I was a chubby Chad. I, I still really cared and I was, I was a good boss. Um, Intercontinental Manila was my first hotel um, and I loved the people there. Um, Jackie Chan, um, a guy who worked there, not Jackie Chan, but we called him Jackie Chan. Um, Emmy, who's since passed away. Um, so I've got lots of great friends from that time still. So which means that I, I came across well. You know, I wasn't a big head. I, w- I was there to help. Um, so I think my intention was always good. Um, maybe sometimes it could have been hard-headed, but I still i don't really think so. I, I was a pretty good guy then. But if I, what I would have done was maybe focused more on health. Um, because I, get, I guess maybe a, a regret is that, and it's not a regret, but if I had this book 18 years ago, yeah. my dad is still alive. Mm. So yeah. mm. well,
0: That's powerful. Man.
1: Yeah, and he, um, he died of a heart attack. Yeah. Um, he was a commercial pilot. Mm. So um, it, was, it was, and he, if he had this information, he could have mitigated the damage he did during his life. So um, he had vegetable oil, which was bad for him. So the cockpit of a plane has the EMF, it has the instrumentation, it's not a healthy environment. So a pilot has to do more. So some person who's healthy already lives in the province, they can do 50% of this book. Any pilots out there, you better do 99% of this book. Because um, I I look after some pilots already, cabin, cabin crew, and one of the pilots who's my client, has a a colleague who died of a heart attack at the age of 39. So a lot of people would say, ah, maybe his parents had a heart attack, maybe it's in his genes. No, no, no. He died, I know exactly why he died, and it's because he was doing almost the opposite of this. Um, Pursuing his dream of flying, but flying is not a healthy profession anymore. So again, you know, I guess, yeah, so I would have help my dad but now my joy is that actually through Primed I've helped my mum mm. my mum at the age of 75 reversed type 2 diabetes she reversed hypertension she lost 18 kilograms and she rocks she's 78 and she's funny as a fit she looks great um, and she's fa- the best mum I've ever had mm. you know so that really makes me proud my brothers coming on board slowly but surely so again you know um, yeah so it's that that's one thing that's really made me proud it's mm. of course I couldn't help my dad but I managed to help my mum. so yeah that's cool mm. yeah.
0: thank you thank you <laughs> that very deep in your heart I know you talk about it in the book as well yes yes the you talked earlier about how the Filipino has changed you how it's influenced you and you mentioned the aspect of fam- family values something that maybe wasn't as strong when you arrived 18 years ago yeah. but Exposure to Filipinos. For you, how, as the Filipino values, why is that such something that you will take with you when you return to Australia? Why is that particular value something that has inspired you the most?
1: Um, I think it's just the, the way that the Fi- Filipino looks after their family. Yeah. Um, they really look after the mum, the dad. Um, it's a close knit family. Mm. Of course, unfortunately, a lot of them become overseas foreign workers yeah. and that has to split up that fabric. But what I've seen is that, that it's close-knit. Mm. Um, and maybe that's something that the Australians and some foreigners to come that come to the Philippines can learn from. Mm. So, and again, that's what also I've tried to do is to, through the book, is to help the families more. Mm. Because um, when that, if that Filipino family is spending all their time indoors, Going, then they're not going to blossom the way that a Filipino family should, because a Filipino family has brown skin, um, some some black skin. Um, they really need to be doing outdoor activities um, to stimulate their brain to get their dopamine levels up to be healthy. Um so again, I get that's probably one of the reasons of the book is maybe I can give back because I've learned so much from these wonderful people that now I can say, hey, you know, you guys are good, but maybe you're missing this jigsaw piece of your, what you do very well, but you can add that more health, more vitality. Because if you're not energized and vital, or you're not listening to your family, you're distracted on your cell phone, um, you're not going out and doing fun things, right? Because life is about experiences. It's not about gathering more things. Yep. And we've become addicted to technology, addicted to gathering more possessions, yeah. seeing what the person next door is doing. Yeah. It's, it's not about them, it's about us. Yeah. Get your health in check, and then the rest follows
0: yeah. naturally. You know, I thought something, an audience that would be listening to this would be very interested in your answer to this, is expats, foreigners that are coming into the Philippines. Either they're here just a few years, are there a few months here, very new to the country? Apart from the health piece that we, we talked about in detail, what mistakes do you think they make? What's your advice to them in working or uh, partnering with Filipinos? Since you've got so much experience working with Filipinos, yeah. what, mis- what piece of advice would you give to those foreigners that are new to the Philippines?
1: Yeah. Um, I, I guess I have an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, understand that things are different here. You know, there's traffic. Um, it's more time is not as important. Meetings can run a little bit late. But um, I would just say, have an open mind. Try to give the best of yourself. Don't mm-hmm. um, be judgmental. We we just we all learn from the good and the bad. Yeah. So again, when I I run to all my meetings, or I walk, and I'm observing the good the good that I see. And I'm observing the bad, whether somebody litters or whatever they're doing, foreigner or Filipino. So um, learn and grow. And how do you grow? Is by seeing, following the good people. So there's some brilliant Filipinos. Juan Elizalde is one of my favorites. He owns the Wholesome Table. The guy is rolled gold. So I've learned a lot from him. Because he's a brilliant family man, he made his company primed. He's pure class, mm. and of course I've met somebody who's complete opposite of him. I won't, re- will remain nameless, <laughs> of course, but, so I've learnt from both. Yeah. So of course I'm going to follow one,
0: yeah.
1: and I'm going to do the opposite of what, you know, Mr. A.H. did. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, so I guess that's the thing, is learn, adop- adopt what's great, and help, and then make yourself better, and then you can then positively impact others. Yeah. Because if you can't help yourself, if you can't be healthy and be vibrant and be energetic and learning, well, you, you can't help anybody else. Right.
0: So. so, I love this chat, and We're coming to the end. And I have two final questions. Okay. And it's to those people that are listening and watching this, but have something, let's call us, no hope. They don't believe that they can change their health. Yeah. They don't believe they can change the health of their family members they feel that this they, they resign to this fate nice, of poor health of yep. low energy of disease of uh, uh, reliance on medication of living in debt of living this vicious life cycle with living, but they, give, they feel that they're almost giving up and yep. um, what would you say to someone who As at that point of giving
1: up that brain. Great. What's your message? Wonderful question. Um, I've seen this. Um, Primed has helped people reverse crippling anxiety that they've gone to the doctor for, depression. Um, Infertile people have become fertile. Um, Just a list, a long list. But I'll use an example of my mum's friend. So my mum said, Chad, please talk to my friend in Adelaide. So we talked on Skype for one hour. The lady had terminal cancer the doctor said, get your affairs in order because you will not see your children grow up much more than they have now. So of course I said to her that's a lie because it's terminal if you believe it's terminal. Yeah. So the reason that you have cancer is because of your lifestyle, your environment, your food and your drinks. You did it. So therefore you can fix it. So therefore if you have ailments, generally speaking, you did it so you can fix it. And the fixing's fun. It's fun, you've already done the wrong thing, right? So why not try a different path? Yeah. So the lady adopted what's in this book to the T. And she three months later, the doctors couldn't believe, it's a miracle, cancer has gone. So it's a documented case, but I have hundreds of documented cases of diabetes gone, hypertension, um, polycyptic ovarian syndrome, wow. all of these, I can prove it, it's easy. Um, and it's not difficult Um, and it's a fun journey so I would just say take control but you have to follow the right path because if you think it's doing um, Filipinos biggest loser and going to the gym and exercising yourself to death and counting calories well you might have the same outcome as Bob Harper the trainer on America's biggest loser who had a massive heart attack so again what we can do is there is hope there, chase the sun, Um, drink good water, get grounded, change the environment in your lifestyle and it's in the book Um, and then when you buy the book you get the consultation with me so we can analyze your environment we can see what's made you unhealthy and it can be changed. I did it, you did it, Cray did it, Mary did it, Mm. so if we can do it and there is 20,000 of my clients or people that have followed Primed have done it.
0: Yeah. You can do it. Yeah, I think this is so valuable because everyone that's listening to this knows someone who has cancer, who has a disease, who is on a path that could have been given that news that it's terminal, that they're going to die, and are surrounded by people in the medical community that are saying that well, I'm Pagasa, no hope. Now, this comes with a disclaimer. belief is an important part of this if you believe that you're going to die if you believe that you're terminal that's probably going to be your outcome yep so there is hope there is an alternative way this is not hocus pocus as you can see everything here is natural this is not adding more medicine this is not man-made interference this is nature's way of healing ourselves and i'm just getting goosebumps because that's quite a shocking statement you made earlier, Chad, which I believe I believe it's true, that so we give our body cancer, uh, our lifestyle, uh, created the disease, the whatever it may be, we can fix it. And that, that should be a source of hope for so many people that are watching and listening to this. Thank you for yeah. touching on something that most people are afraid to talk about.
1: i oh, no, it's, it's absolutely there. Believe, have hope. Um, you can help, you can make yourself better, but you have to follow a right path you can't keep doing the same thing you've done that made you sick yeah. because there's a reason there and it's not genetics, it's not just bad luck it's what you did in your environment so therefore you can change wow. yep. and some people, m- so I have a client, in um, a nurse in Sydney she was doing night shift, poor health she lost nine kilograms She's lost her dementia symptoms that she said that she had she was thriving, her brain improved her body improved, she quit night shift and she works day shift and she now earns more money and she's thriving and so happy. Wow. So again, we can change yeah. um, and we just have to value what's real, what's important. And it's not earning more money. Um, it's looking after yourself and following your passion, your purpose.
0: Huling <laughs> final question, Chad. <laughs> Time is up or... Okay. Our- I see Mark over there in the corner as our, our, our dinner date for tonight. Hey Mark. Uh, the three of us are going to meet up and have a nice dinner.
1: Mark is primed as well. <laughs> yeah. Not uh, Maybe oh, 60%.
0: <laughs> <laughs> We're working on the next 40%. <laughs> so my final question for you There's, uh, of course, the majority of people that listen to our podcast and uh, consumer content are Filipinos. Yeah. And you had a very emotional experience in the Philippines over the last 18 years. Tomorrow, you do fly out uh, to Melbourne to begin a new chapter of your life. Your final message, your, final, your, your life truths, the, the message that you want to share with all Filipinos of, about their potential, about the nice. hope in their country, about the beauty that's within them. Share. Okay.
1: Okay, nice. Thank you for giving me this opportunity. Um, I love the Philippines. People rock. Um, the Filipino is what I've learned and what I know is, is tropical. You were made in the sun. You sprung from the earth. Um, but the main thing is you have brown skin. Love your brown skin. I love brown skin. I want my skin to be browner because I will then be healthier with more energy. So, love your brown skin, don't get burnt, build up slowly. The morning sun is your friend, watch the sun rise. Enjoy its beauty, but not from behind the glass. Get out and see it, feel it, and then you will get the joy as well. You'll get the dopamine rush, the beta endorphin, it's free, it's free energy. It's stored energy on your solar panel. So again, that's, I guess, that's my number one message, you're Filipino. You're tropical. Be it. Live it. So, again, embrace everything that's good in the Philippines and what's predominant here is the sun and it's green vegetables, it's eggs, it's seafood, it's nature, the mountains, the beach it's seeing all the beauty that's here, not the beauty that's inside the mall because, I'm sorry, voila, okay? It's not there. Yep, go there, get out, and then go to the park. There's not many parks in in, in (laughs) Makati unfortunately, but they're there. So, enjoy life. You can change, you can make a difference in your life. You can go from 8 to 9 out of 10. You can go from 1 to 7. You can do it slowly, quickly. It's possible when you follow the principles that we've talked about today. So, I hope that's a good message. That is an
0: amazing message. So, I'm last words, Chad. Thank you so much for putting the months of effort, years of effort, this is not just months, months of effort to put it in paper, but it's been a buildup of knowledge over the last few years to put this in a condensed, easy to read book. But of course, on your platform, primeforyourlife.com, you all the recipes, way more than this, so much more case studies. He's leaving the Philippines, but we haven't seen the last to chat. No we way. We know you will return, you'll come back, spend more time with your friends here, of course your students, we need you, we need our coach don't go too far and uh, yeah we're going to keep all the contact details of Chad so maraming maraming salamat po thank you for from all the philippines and all the foreigners living here and all the filipinos thank you for making us better people okay thank you Chad oh manog yeah palakpak guys well done thank you Chad thank you Hey, this is Mike again. Thank you so much for listening to the First World Philippines podcast. It would mean so much to me if you left a review, if you share this podcast, somehow help us spread the word. We do this for free. All we ask in return, please consider sharing this with your friends, people who love the Philippines, and people who want to become successful in this country. This is their podcast. Thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode.